Hello, and welcome to the Bee's Knees of Disney. Well, we have been gone a long time, and I apologize, uh, but we're back, and it's real exciting because we're getting some listeners, and this episode um, is one of my favorite Disney movies ever, and that movie is Bambi. So we're going to talk about Bambi today, and... um, it's been a while, but I hope that our loyal listeners are eager to listen, and I think we're going to be back on track. So, I think we're going to go ahead and get right into it, so I'm eager to talk about this movie. Um, like I said, it's one of my favorites, um, and re-watching it, I saw even more things that I enjoyed, so let's get right into it. So, Bambi, um, you know, we'll get right into it. What, what is Bambi about? Well, Bambi is about a little deer who lives in the forest. And honestly, that would be my plot description of this movie because I'll get into it more later, but um, it sort of doesn't have much of a plot. But I think it works in its favor. It's more subtle. Um, looking at the Wikipedia page right now, it says this is based on the book Bambi, A Life in the Woods. And I think that's an apt description of what happens in this movie. It's Bambi's life. It's kind of a coming-of-age movie because you see him grow into an adult, um, which is, I think, really, when it comes down to it, that's what makes this movie special is the passage of time and it's not done in a way that is sort of you know heavy-handed this is year one this is year five it just sort of goes through the motion so that's what I'll kind of start talking about with this movie um it opens up with you know Bambi being born um and all the animals in the forest are interested in his birth because he's the prince uh or or the heir to the throne of um the forest and this is where i'm gonna start i'm gonna put this in right now because i think this is a major point and i haven't talked about this movie yet another disney movie um it comes out 50 years later um but the lion king uh and Lion King is such an iconic movie, so I think if I mention it in this um, episode, people will kind of know the references. But I think there's a lot of parallels between Bambi and The Lion King. One, you're seeing a baby grow up into an adult. That's the main point. But there are several specific instances where I think they're taking homage. Of course, The Lion King to Bambi because it came out later. But watching them... Having seen Lion King many times, I, I uh, can ref- easily reference, but I'll just make them specifically. Number one, you're having this prince or whatever, heir to the throne being born, all the animals gathering around, just like in Lion King, Circle of Life, all that. So you have that parallel. Um, you see, you know, Bambi, this this baby or in Simba with Lion King is important in the forest or in the jungle or whatever. Um 
important in this animal ecosystem. So there's a lot of importance put on that. Um, so that's how Bambi opens up. Kind of see him being born, trying to stand up with his long legs. He's kind of an awkward kid, which who wasn't, who hasn't been an awkward kid. Um, so, yeah, we get this sort of opening. And just like every Disney movie from this era, there's, and this one especially, I think this one does it more than any other movies going from light to dark themes very quickly um so first scene is pretty easy going pretty light-hearted and then we get into i think soon after we get the scene with the hunter and him shooting a gun and so that 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 brings a stark mood to the film um, then we kind of jump back into, uh, I think it's winter time. We see Bambi playing with the, the rabbit Thumper. Pretty iconic character there, the rabbit. Um, and so, you know, I think that's all working really well because it, it's juxtaposing. If it was all lighthearted stuff, Bambi, you know, doing stuff. That's not how Disney operated back in this day. So, you know the formula. But I think in this case, it kind of works uh, very well. And so we get to this iconic scene. Um, Spoiler alert. I'm sure everyone knows this already. But Bambi's mom gets shot by a hunter, we presume. Man, as they call him. Capital M in the film. That's the character never actually see him or the person that does any of this stuff but that's you know what they would call the humans that are in their environment so we see we don't see but bambi's mom is shot because they run away and she doesn't end up in their home in their cave or whatever so it's a very dark scene and of course, this is another Lion King thing where the parent gets killed, left alone. Um, there's a parallel there. Um, and the prince, great prince, I think they call him, Bambi's dad, basically takes him uh, in his own. And it's very interesting. I noticed this, you know, the first time I watched, or the, I recently watched this, I noticed this, um, was Bambi uh the the scene right after his mom is shot is so light and happy and it was so jarring the first time I watched it. I mean it's ridiculous. I mean it was almost ridiculous. Only Disney would do it, but that's his style, so I can't fault it, but it, it is sort of jarring where it's like, oh he he's kinda walking through the snow, it's really dark, but then all of a sudden boom happy springtime is here everyone's singing having a good time but this is the way the movie moves and i think for the better actually plays in its favor so yeah we get that um and then we kind of get into this love scene or whatever the owl is explaining this owl that's in 
throughout the whole movie. Kind of reminds me of the don't know the baboon's name in Lion King at the top of my head. Uh, I don't know, but he's similar where he's in the whole movie and he doesn't look like he ages, so he's kind of that steady. Um, like narrator type deal he's not narrating the movie but he's with us throughout the whole movie um, in the same state and while Bambi's changing and everything so he explains this whole love thing you're gonna get a mate so we get this you know cute little scene um, the the skunk and the I don't um, the rabbit and Bambi although when Bambi finds his which was like a childhood friend which is just like Lion King um, there's another male that's into a guy who, another deer who wants to be with her or whatever, and they fight. Bambi fights with this. And see, I love this scene because it's, it's very adult and it's very like, there's a lot of dark colors. Um, the animation in this movie, just like, all of them preceding this are it's beautiful, great, very imaginative, very timeless, very nice colors, use of shadows, everything. Very impressive. And very um creates a, it's this this scene this movie's almost like a painting to me. Sort of has that artistic quality of sort of like showing, not telling. There's not a lot of telling in this movie at all. There's not a lot of telling in any of the other Disney movies, but this one especially kind of felt very presented to you, and you're interpreting it. Um, there's great use of colors, there's great use of music and mood, there's like no dialogue for the first, I think, five minutes of the movie, just showing things, which is refreshing. Um, but, I got a little sidetracked, but we go back to this... Um, Bambi fighting this this guy and he eventually wins and and wins the affection of the Faline as they the the female deer. Um So I think what happens is Bambi jumps. This is one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Bambi jumps onto this cliff and he falls and he can't get up. And I think there's a shot or something where... I don't know what happens, but he's injured or or startled or something. And his... You see the fire start to brew and his dad comes over and tries to get him up. And we see a direct parallel to when he was a baby trying to get up. Trying to stand up. And he's doing the exact same thing as an adult it's really powerful it's obviously purposeful put in the movie like that um there's so many interpretations of that moment you can take um i'll get into it in the next segment what the themes in this movie but i feel like that was sort of um showing you know adulthood childhood is similar you know there's struggles in both and obviously the struggle is different in this case this case it's life or death in that case it's just learning how to walk so I think there's a lot of profound things that this movie touches on um 
by being the way it is and touching on the theme of life and passage of time and everything, I think there's a lot here. And I'll get more into it in the next segment. But we'll finish out the plot. So basically, um, there was some warning about that these people are moving into the camp and stu- or into the forest further. Um, but the, there's, there's all this fire. So all the... And then there's these dogs that come in and Bambi gets away from them and the everyone has to leave because the fire is burning down the forest and they eventually escape it's a very good scene that's a very powerful kind of keeps you on the edge of your seat and you don't expect it but it's it it was long it lasted longer than i thought it would and I think that's why it's effective. Because I feel like it just sort of keeps building and building. And, and, and it, you're forced to like live in this kind of uncomfortableness. Which these Disney movies are very good at doing. So, eventually though, they, they're safe. And we kind of get this full circle of life. Lion King-esque. Um, where we see Bambi's children being born and him taking place as the prince of the forest standing tall with his new antlers um and it's very it's very powerful to see the main character who started off very different and for it to be at the end just presented to you him as an adult it's kind of profound it's kind of powerful it's very similar to you know Simba being the king of the uh, Pride Rock or whatever, standing on the Pride Rock and roaring. It's kind of similar moment. So I do think Lion King took a lot of cues from this movie. Not that to say it's not a it's not a bad thing, but there's definitely similarities, especially when you're touching on similar themes. I think it's, it's definitely okay. Um. So yeah, that's the, the that's the plot of Bambi. And like I said, there's not much plot. There's a few events, important events that happen. But there's, it's basically, like I said, A Life in the Woods, which is the, what the book is called. It's sort of the plot. And I'll kind of analyze it more in the next segment about why that works for this movie. Um, this subtle approach and why I think this movie's pretty powerful at the end of the day for an animated movie. It can really uh, affect you. So we'll go ahead and get into that in the next segment. So, now I'm going to get into the themes of Bambi. Um, what makes it special, I think. What, what's kind of going on uh, behind the surface that makes it kind of an enduring movie. Um, if you look at the reception of the movie when it came out, it was um, not super well received. It came across a little bit... Um, I had an anti-hunting stance and I don't really see it that way and it doesn't it doesn't come across that way at all it just kind of shows things as they are and you know these animals are getting hunched in the forest but it, it does it in a way that it's the movie is centering on Bambi's life it's not really centering on any other thing it's it's his view of things and how he relates to the world around him so, well, I say that because the reception of the movie has become 
much stronger as time goes by. And I think that's because it has a lot of great qualities that take multiple viewings to appreciate or even see. So on the surface, this movie is about a deer, you know, and the one thing that struck me, I watched this movie, I'll say four years ago, five years ago. And the one thing that struck me that was really profound was how we saw him as a uh, small, you know, baby, and then him as an adult um, in one movie, a very short movie. It's like an hour and 10 minutes. And you go through his life. And to me, that was a powerful thing. And I think that's what sort of makes this movie kind of deeply moving, in my opinion is the fact that you're sort of seeing his life play out very quickly and you're not really having time to stop and enjoy every part of it. It's sort of passing by you. Um, And so it sort of makes you, I don't know, feel a lot of emotions towards his story and the moments that he's living through, especially because there was, you know, the the events in the movie are sort of um, intense. So I think... That being said, um, it creates a sort of, uh, I don't know if tragic's the right word I want to use, but sort of tragic in the sense that, like, life is going by so quickly, um, and then he's an adult. It's just, it's, it's, that's, to me, is what makes the movie impactful. Of course, the themes of like death and loss and and coming of age and loss of innocence, that's powerful as well. And the fact that it happens so quickly. But I think I really think that's, to me, what kind of gives that those themes the impact is the passage of time in this movie and how it's not. It's sort of done, just done. It's done in front of your eyes. It's not explained to you. It's he's older in this one. Now he's getting older, now he's an adult, now he's found his mate, now he's the king. Like, it's it's done very quickly to where you, you kind of don't have time to uh, reflect on it. I think that's working really well. Um, so I say the main theme of the movie is, you know, coming of age, passage of time. Um, so I think overall the movie works because it tells his whole life story um you know you could have a movie where it's just about a deer you know he has a few events but the fact that we get to see this full circle is what really makes it an impactful movie in my opinion um and it it does you know going back to the lion king uh comparison you see a similar arc there but it's not To me, that's a redemptive arc. To me, I mean, of course, I would talk about this when I get to the movie, but The Lion King has a sort of redemptive arc, you know. In this case, we see an arc that's more cyclical. We see sort of an arc that everyone goes through. Not just, you know a Lion King, you know, someone reclaiming the throne, all this stuff. That's pretty specific. But in this case, it feels more like a universal arc that we all go through. 
you know, we all grow up, we all have tests, we all have things that sort of take away our innocence. And in Bambi, it kind of um, highlights those and has a more universal feeling. So I think that's why this movie sort of has that timeless feel quality to it. And it's enduring. And I think you can show kids 100 years from now and they'll be able to resonate because it is mostly about a universal feeling of, you know, the loss of innocence and the life cycle and and going through things like that. So I do think uh, this movie is powerful in that way. And it's kind of unique um, to to take on something that ambitious. Walt Disney at this time, you know, these first four or five movies, they're all pretty ambitious. Um, Fantasia was very ambitious. Uh, Pinocchio, animation-wise, more the story. But this is kind of ambitious on a scale, on a telling a whole life story um, of one character, having him grow up before your eyes in a very quick, quick way. Bambi is like boyhood animated. No, I'm just kidding. It's not really like that. But, I mean... There is an effect of that, seeing the passage of time, and it sort of makes you think about your own growing up. Um, So I think that's kind of the main theme of Bambi. I can't really think of any others that are as important, um, because there's not many more important themes in life, to be honest with you, and I think they all kind of fall under that umbrella. So I will say a few more things about the movie that I think also... Um, give it great qualities is the animation once again top notch there's a few scenes like the fire and the forest that's really well done kind of gives this ominous feel you know they're really good about animating creating emotions in you not just being you know technically proficient which they are but also artistic where the fire feels menacing towards the animals towards the viewer um there's a there's a scene with rain that kind of makes you feel serene and calm because of the way it's animated. So, and I think the forest is very well done. I think Bambi's character design is good. I talked about this, it's been a long time, but with Dumbo, it has a really good character design. It kind of pops and it's friendly. I think Dumbo is probably slightly better just for its own sake, but but Bambi's is still good. So I think that sort of good qualities with that you know i wanted to add real quick this is just a quick segment uh usually when back in the day when i did the show um i added like an impactful moment section so i didn't want to highlight one of those moments one that stuck with me you know these early disney movies are really good at doing that and it's it's right when the second um or third, I would say, uh, hunting segment starts. And the animals are freaking out a little bit. And I think the quail are are really freaking out, and they tell one of them to stop, don't fly away. And she's kind of, like, tormented by this, and she says, you know, I can't take it anymore. And she flies in the air, and boom, you see her get shot, and bam, fall to the ground very stark image and i i you know i commend applaud disney for putting that in there um i think there had to be because we don't see bambi's mom getting shot and i think that's good i don't think that's necessary but showing it at this moment is sort of necessary to show the terror 
um, of that. And, you know, I, I, of course there, you, you could make the argument that it seems like an anti-hunting film, but, um, anyway, for, for movie's sake, for impactfulness sake, it does stick with you that moment. Um, that's not a moment that for me is like the most important, but it does create a mood. And like I just said in the previous segment, the most impactful thing is seeing that arc and the, the closure of that. That to me is the most impact, but that is the moment I wanted to highlight that I forgot to mention. And so, yeah, um, that's something that sticks with you for sure. And um, yeah, so we're going to go ahead and move to the closing. All right, so Bambi, this uh, this is one of my favorite Disney movies, actually. Um, so I enjoyed watching it again. I picked up on things that I didn't notice before or really um, remembered as much. So it's definitely a film that rewards uh, multiple viewings. I think its themes are pretty deep and resonant and timeless and universal. Um, and it's pretty... Uh, profound film at the end of the day i know it's you know kids movie quote unquote um i think walt disney said you know he's not making movies for kids he's making movies for everyone so in in this case i would agree um so yeah this is you know this is like the first five big ones that they made and um I think Bambi is up there. I think they're all solid. It's hard for me to put one lower than any of the others. If I had to be honest, I'd probably put Dumbo last out of the first five. Out of Snow White, Pinocchio, Fantasia, and Bambi and Dumbo. I'd put Dumbo a little, probably number five. Um, And then the rest pretty even. I think Snow White's the best. Uh... It's very hard to, to order those last four because they're all pretty different, but they all kind of work in their own way. So, um, yeah, but definitely, you know, Bambi's a classic, and I would recommend it to anyone. I actually read that they might be making a new or live-action one or animated, you know, how they do it now. Um, so, yeah, um, it's a classic definitely recommend it if you haven't checked it out or check it out if you haven't seen it in a while I think it'll kind of surprise you so having I'm looking at the next movie because I'm doing these in chronological order there's a lot of interesting things from after this and I'm not really sure if they're movies or shorts um and I think what I'm gonna do is probably check them out on my own and see if they warrant like a full discussion or maybe they can all be in one episode but i think i am going to try to if and if i can't access them i'm not going to probably go out of my way um all these are on disney plus so works out for me you know very easy to access but if i had to pay to see some of these I probably won't do it um so yeah if if worst case scenario uh, the next movie would be Cinderella. And I know that's a big one, so um, be on the lookout for that and or the 
shorts or the I think they're like little segments in one episode and we'll see how that goes but I'm really glad to be back um really happy that got some listeners and hope this kind of keeps it going and uh thank you for listening and we'll see you next time thanks a lot Thank you.